welcome back. I am Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are two healthy chicks on SM Enlightenment Radio. We are here with Amy and we're actually talking about diets and the many things that we've tried. And Amy, you were actually telling us about your story and we'd love for you to continue with that story. So please. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The way I shared how I was about 300 pounds when I was a teenager and then I was able to to lose it, but I did it in a very unhealthy way by not eating. And then I was able to actually maintain uh, that somewhat for several years. I gained some weight and I actually started to eat a bit healthy, but then my job become mm. became soul crushing and I had worked so hard to achieve that level of success and I just didn't know what to do I didn't know how to deal with that stress so what I knew to do was to eat hmm. and so I ate and I ate and I ate half gallons of ice cream and I would skip meals and then eat everything at night because I couldn't eat at work because I was so stressed. And it led to me getting up to 400 pounds. And yeah, so this is actually even maybe a few pounds down because this is after I'd gotten laid off, uh, and which was the best thing that actually happened to me because I was so miserable. I was 400 pounds and depressed and on Prozac and my blood pressure was going through the roof. I really literally thought I am not going to live to see 40. Wow. I really, oh, I was, but I didn't know what to do. I was absolutely so incredibly unhappy and, and miserable. So that layoff was the best thing that could have happened because then I found coaching and then that when I started to explore career coaching and wellness coaching. And I think the universe spoke to me and mm -hmm. said, you need to be doing this wellness coaching stuff. And I'll mm -hmm. be honest, I was literally hired at uh, a little under 400 pounds because when I started coaching, it was on the phone. And wow. I had the ability to connect with people and understand their pain and to coach them through it because I had been there. I mean, I've been there a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and through that experience, I was able to learn all the good healthy habits. And that's what helped me to lose the weight. And I'll be honest with you, I'm still working on it because I'm yeah. still trying to undo years of really bad training from every diet, from every well-meaning person, from every well-meaning doctor and medical professional. And it's taken me a long time because I did it on my own. I don't recommend that for everyone. I think it's really important to, to get some help along the way, like a wellness coach or, uh, or just simply a friend, someone that an ally of some type that really is going to support you on designing your own healthy uh, plan instead of going on a, on another diet. So, yeah. so thank you for allowing me to share that uh, because it's really anorexia and binge eating are really the same coin, just opposite sides. And I was absolutely miserable on both of them. I, I was absolutely miserable at 130 and I was absolutely miserable at 400. I wasn't happy at either ends of that spectrum. Right. I'm happy. Right. I'm happy 
on the kind of the lower end of that spectrum. That's sustainable, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> sustainable, I think, is so key. And I think I think you saying that is really fascinating and really good for all of us to hear that because so many people will just see someone who's thin and you just think, oh, you have it all together. Life is so fabulous. And having no idea that you can be just as miserable in that state and it takes just as much energy to be like that as it does to be severely overweight and still have like it's still a mental battle right Mm, absolutely and you're still thinking about the same thing just thinking about it differently and when I was near it had the anorexic behavior I was thinking about food all the time I was just thinking about how I wasn't going to eat it and when I was 400 pounds I was thinking about food all the time and going what can I have next yeah yeah. Uh, so it was all about food and just imagine your whole life being all about food. I, it just, and I just have to say, it just kept me from so many opportunities because my focus was so much on food for most of my life. I mean, it's really incredibly sad. And I come across so many people that their entire life has been so devoted to trying to uh, lose weight or feeling bad when they're overweight. And it's just so much of our energy is spent on that, that could be spent on things that just light us up, that make us happy, uh, that really enrich our, our lives. So I, I think it's, yeah. uh, gosh, it, it's just something that I, I think keeps us all uh, from really achieving uh, the best version uh, of ourselves. And I'm not talking about the weight itself. I'm talking about the whole process around that, the thinking of the food and the focus. Yeah, the just food. the whole concept of it. I mean, I agree. It, when, when something like that becomes consuming and it's it's almost an obsession, like not, no obsession is healthy. Um, so when you're constantly thinking about your quote unquote diet and what you're eating, if that's all that your thoughts are consumed with, that that will never be whether or not you are actually healthy. Emotionally, I can't imagine that that's a healthy state. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I think that that highlights another huge reason. It's not just the, the food groups that you're missing on a diet, but it's just the, the whole life. mental, yeah, the whole life, the whole mental focus of that's what you're focusing on as opposed to living life by incorporating these healthy habits that are just a part of your life. And it's just what you do an extension of who you are and what you do as opposing you're not focusing on that because when something becomes a habit, you're not thinking about it. So it's just what you do. And so that's a really fascinating distinction between the two. Mm. Really interesting. Yeah. And ironically, that's go ahead. I'm sorry, Amy. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, ironically, that's the book that we just finished reading in our book club. Like um, you, I think, Jenny, were touching on this in our last segment, but focusing on small habits. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't, yeah. So Amy, lead us into that. So you, you talked a little bit about that in your story then. So what were some of these habits that you started incorporating into your life that helped start leading you into health? Mm. 
Yeah, I wish I had journaled about this. I would, <laughs> I would have, uh, yeah, like a book uh, this tall, but I, I didn't. So I'm going to go off of uh, memory here, which isn't uh, ideal. But also with uh, doing wellness coaching for 15 years, I would say the first thing is just the awareness of what is truly going on, because we tend to not tell ourselves the truth. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was 400 pounds. I knew it was heavy. <laughs> but I wasn't telling myself the truth about really what that was doing to my health. I would just keep working and uh, living my life on automatic pilot. And I wasn't telling myself the truth that I really need to change because I just didn't have the energy to because everything in my life was falling apart. So I think just that awareness and telling ourselves the truth of what's going on. And I'll be honest, I think a lot of us don't do that mm -hmm. because we tell ourselves the truth and we have to do something about it. Yeah. And once we tell ourselves the truth and if we choose not to do anything about it, well, then we know the consequences, right? Because mm -hmm. we like to avoid the thinking about the consequences of our decisions. Mm -hmm. It's just easier just to keep pushing things under the rug and not try not to think about them and uh, zoning out on uh, TV or social media or whatever that that might be. Um, yeah. So that first thing is awareness and truth. And once you have that, then if you're willing to take the steps, it's all about planning. It really, truly is. And like I said earlier, we focus so much on food. And so I really find that you have to have a plan because then you don't have to think about food, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a plan, you stick with a plan. You don't have to think about food all day. You just think about food when you're about to eat or when you're preparing it because you have the plan. So I think that is so incredibly important and absolutely the small habits as, as well uh, because trying to change too much at once, yes, as we all know, that fails for a majority of us. I think I've met two people the entire 15 years I've been coaching uh, full time that actually said, yeah, I'm going to do all, everything that's been recommended and they do it <laughs> because yeah. that's how they roll. But for most of us, normal human beings, <laughs> yep. you know, trying to change too much usually ends up mm -hmm. uh, going back to old habits pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think the planning piece, um, just, it makes me think, um, we're reading, um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And, um, it, he talks about that, about your environment. And, and so a lot of people think, oh, if you go and set out to do this great plan or whatever it is, like you are so strong and you have so much willpower. It's like, no, they are the least of the willpower, but they, they set up their environment because they know themselves. And I think that goes back to that awareness piece too. So if it's something like, well, I don't want to eat chips and I'm not going to buy them and put them in my pantry. Like I'm not going to bring them in the house. So, so I think some of that preparation is, is setting up your environment. So it is a place where you can be successful. So like, if you want to drink more water, put the water bottle on the counter or fill it up the night before whatever. So have it ready. So like those preparation pieces to, to set up that environment for you to be successful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I, 
And along those lines, talking about habits, uh, BJ Fogg has written a book, uh, I think he's out of Stanford, and has done a lot of research around this idea of tiny habits. Mm. And I love tiny habits because we are so busy in our everyday lives. And you would think that just going for a 15 minute walk, anyone could fit that in, right? <laughs> but it is so hard. Actually, I went through a training program. Uh, it's uh, the Search Inside Yourself um, Leadership Institute. It's a program that Google designed and now different organizations um, have grants and, and use this program. And it's all about doing these two minute activities like a meditation or a journal exercise. Do you know how hard that is to do <laughs> two minutes every day? Oh my gosh, you would think it'd be so simple, but because yeah. our old habits are so incredibly strong and that momentum from those old habits are so incredibly strong, taking two minutes can seem like hours mm. and we don't do it. So a tiny habit is so incredibly small that we can do it so incredibly easily. Mm. Uh, for instance, like activity, it's one day, day one, you put your shoes on <laughs> and you do nothing else. Day two, you put on your sweatpants <laughs> and your shoes <laughs> and you just build up. Because now yeah. you're retraining your brain that, yes, this is something that I can do. And yeah. it really, truly works. It's absolutely fascinating. Uh, and it's uh, so powerful. But our mind likes to tell us, oh, no, it's not enough. You're not doing enough. Yeah. But we need to tell our brain, nope, I am starting with this tiny, small step because this is important to me. Yeah, actually, the book that we're reading, um, Atomic Habits, like you mentioned, Jenny, they that author quoted B.J. Fogg. And there was uh, it was intriguing to me because it was like if you attach like one of those tiny habits to something that you already do, you know, for instance, if you wanted to, let's say, add meditation into your daily routine after, let's say, you pour your coffee, you have to wait for it to cool off. You can't drink it immediately. So you pour your coffee and then meditate for a minute and just attach it to things that you do already. I think another example was if you want to read at night, I felt like this was a little bit of a stretch for me, but I could see how it could work for others. Um, if you want to read more after you make your bed in the morning, if that's part of your morning routine, place a, a book on your pillow. And then when you get into the bed, your book is already there. I personally read ebooks now, so that doesn't work. And that's you know, <laughs> so far, you know, you get in the bed and you're like, all right, I just got to go to sleep. But yes, like just attaching those tiny habits, just like you mentioned, to things that you already do, instead of trying to create this astronomical, like crazy large plan. Okay, here's A to Z, what I'm going to do today. Not for me anyway, that's not likely. Mm -hmm. It's not likely. So I agree. It's intriguing. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, Ayanna, what you just said made me think of something else, too, that ties in exactly what you were saying, Amy, about, um, you know, Ayanna, you were just saying like, oh, you need to have this big plan or whatever. And I never really thought about it. Well, 
because it's not my struggle anymore with the eating, but but just with projects that I have for my business or whatever. It's like, no, I don't want to get it started because I want to have everything planned out and I want to know what to do. And it's like that that perfectionism, right? That progress versus perfection. And it's the same thing, like any big chunk, any big thing you want to do, it's just, it's just an excuse to procrastinate. It's just an excuse mm-hmm. to not get it done. Like, oh no, I want this big plan. I want to know. No, just do one little thing. Just take you one know why I'm laughing, right? We had this conversation last. You are. I wasn't going to mention it because I knew you were going to get there on your own, Jenny. And there it is. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think another thing is is just don't stress about it so much, right? And just be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself because it. It is a journey and it is very much a, a mindset and a, a mind game. And it's just like very apparent from Amy, what you were saying, like no matter which end of the spectrum you were at, it was the same struggle. So it's very much a mental struggle. So just remembering to be kind to yourself and just, just appreciate the progress of the small things that you're doing. Yeah, that's so ironic because, you know, that's my background right now. I try to switch up my Zoom background once a month. So for work and in my business, I have like, you know, spring, it's a blue background with flowers and it says, be kind to your mind. And I look at it every day and I'm so glad that I chose it. Like I didn't choose it for this purpose, but it's so beneficial to me personally throughout the day because looking at my reflection, I'm like, Ayana, take it easy. Mm. Just relax. Just relax. So yeah, that, that is, that is huge. Just being kind to yourself. And it sounds so cheesy sometimes, but it's so vital and so vital. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to take off of that, I hear often people come to me saying, oh, I feel so unmotivated or I'm just lazy. They call themselves lazy. And I really try to explain to them that you're not lazy. You're not unmotivated. You just have habits that aren't serving you right now. You've just trained your brain to automatically in the background when I'm conscious of them any longer, these habits that are running our life. So it's not you. And so stop blaming yourself. It's just your brain and how it's designed. And it's beautifully designed because imagine if all our habits, we had to think through everything. Like every time we got in a car, we had to think about how to start driving. (laughs) (laughs) Habits are amazing. And so we really just need to harness uh, habits. But it's hard. It's hard to start changing it because our brain loves habits because habits make life easy. Mm. And so they're very hard uh, to change. But once we change them, then that new habit is easy because we've literally built a new neural pathway in our brain. It's fascinating. I I love to geek out on on habits and the neuroscience. It's just absolutely fascinating. And, yes, so just, uh, yeah, folks, just, uh, you know, don't beat yourself up. It's just yeah, look at the truth and go, you know, here's the truth. And I did the best I could knowing what I knew. And now I know better. And now I can move forward and start with a tiny habit. I love it. Oh, my goodness. This has been such an amazing conversation. I love it. <laughs> all the the craziness of all the things that we've done and come around to just creating what is really, truly sustainable is creating those healthy habits and making 
small changes, not beating yourself up and things that will last and will serve you in your health. So thank you, Amy, so much for being here today. So please tell us how can people get in touch with you? How can they know more about if they want to work with you um, and find out more about what you offer because you offer so much. And, And so please share with everyone how they can get in touch with you. Oh, absolutely. Well, folks are welcome to email me directly at amy at lightsonagaincoaching.com. That's amy at lightsonagaincoaching.com. Or if you just want to check me out before sending me an email, you can find me on Facebook. Also, you can find me Lights On Again Coaching or at Coach Amy Sherland on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn and recently got on Instagram. Yes, I am on the Instagram bandwagon. (laughs) (laughs) If there is anyone out there who is like, oh my gosh, I'm in a soul crushing job and I'm burnt out and I'm stressed out and I can't take it anymore. You can actually go to escapecorporatehell.com and just sign up for a free session with me. I love it. That's amazing. You are an amazing human being, Amy. Thank you so much for being willing to come on and share your heart with us, share your truth with us, share your life with us. And I know it has been beneficial to us. I know it has been beneficial to our listeners. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's just been delightful. I had a great time. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Oh, wow. That was such a good conversation. Honestly, I'm just intrigued by the name of the website, escapecorporatehell.com. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, a whole other half segment. America should be signing up for that freebie. <laughs> we need to have Amy back and that'll be a whole other conversation on that side of it. Like, there's so much more to go. <laughs> Yeah, a whole other side of healthy living, like yes. <laughs> how to not be stressed out. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. oh, so awesome. So let's continue the conversation in our Facebook group because the podcast is never enough time to be able to finish the conversation. And so we want to hear from you. Um, You heard our stories. You heard our conversation with Amy. So let's hear from you. So go ahead to our VIP Facebook group, which is Two Healthy Chicks. So it's the number two. Um, And come join the conversation there and uh, join us um, to talk about what are the the crazy fat diets you've done um, and what are the healthy living tips and tricks that you have to share with us that are working for you. So definitely come join the conversation there with us. Yep. You will see the, uh, the post in our group. So come just like Jenny said, come join us. I mean, we are building this community of people who just want to discover little tips and tricks, healthy habits, little by little, anything that we can add to our lives is just anything. Anything is better than nothing. Right. Yes, absolutely. And yes, our APOD, our last APOD for our first season. Um, So instead of doing a specific product, we decided to just give you an overview of a a very general basic overview of who we are at Arvon, why these products as a whole, no matter which one you choose to use or three or four or five um, or 10, 20, whatever, um, <laughs> what makes these products different, okay? So we are a certified B Corporation, and that right there speaks volumes. If you don't know what a certified B Corp is, 
look it up. Um, but it basically, in very short terms, it means we balance people, planet, and the profit. So we're that kind of company. And that kind of a company is a company that I want to be a part of, that I am interested in using the products and knowing more about and aligning myself with. So um, let's talk about the purity of the products then. So let me remind you what is not in Arbonne products. Um, and you're going to recognize a lot of these things if you've been listening to our uh our shows, um, artificial sweeteners. There's no artificial sweeteners in Arbonne products. There's no parabens, no mineral oil, no triclosan, no formaldehyde donating preservatives, no hydroquinone, no synthetic fragrances or dyes, no talc, no high fructose corn syrup, no canola oil, no trans fats, no peanuts and tree nuts, no gluten, no soy, no dairy. I could go on and on and on because we have 2000 things that there are none of <laughs> in our products. So that just gives you some recognizable things that I think should sound familiar from our conversations. Yes, um, from a few of the episodes, a few of the 12. Yes, yes. And so then let's just go to what is in our products and what makes them up. So they're all vegan, all botanicals. They're cruelty-free, so there's no testing on animals. And we're talking botanicals like bacuchiol, vitamin C, algae extract, malachite extract, rhodiola, vitamins and minerals like ginseng, turmeric, cayenne, magnesium, vitamin B12, grapeseed extract, CoQ10, ashwagandha. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So that just gives you a little representation of what kind of products we are talking about. So I just encourage you to reach out to us. You can get in touch with us in our Facebook group, like I mentioned, and find out more about these products and how you can get a hold of them and start experiencing the difference that they can make in your life. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. And actually, I know Bacuchiol is just probably something that a lot of people don't hear a lot about, although we are finding it more and more in the media now, but yeah. we've been using it for a while. I just, that one right there is mm -hmm. is groundbreaking. I mean, it's groundbreaking to everyone. I was going to say to me, but, you know, that is the plant-based alternative to yeah. retinol. So just to yeah. give a little, little tidbit there, but it's in yeah. our skincare that Jenny and I use day and night. Mm -hmm. So if you have sensitivity to retinol, read up on Bacuchiol. It's not mm -hmm. just an Arbonne. You can find it in a good housekeeping article also yes. that we will post on Facebook. Yes. So random fact, I'll go first this time. All right. All right. Yeah. So ironically, I thought of this random fact before we actually decided what we were going to do with this episode. And it's so mm -hmm. fitting. I mean, the way God works, right? Yes. So my random fact is that all throughout high school, I was 98 pounds and 5'9". Well, I wasn't 5'9 until junior year, but not due to any dieting, no grapefruit diet, no saltines diet. I, I literally ate terribly. I mean, wow. like pizza every day or every other day and in between maybe some wings from the Chinese rest. It was awful. Like I, when I think about what my diet was, but yes, if I turned sideways, I probably would have disappeared. My mother used to, I'm actually going to put myself all the way out there. My mother used to take my back pockets of my jeans and pull them together while I was wearing them. So there's that. Wow. <laughs> Just a little tidbit. Okay, so it's interesting. Did you see what I put down as my <laughs> like we're talking about oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> I was gonna talk about my height, I was not gonna talk about my weight, but since we're talking so 
That's interesting because as well as you can tell, like you weren't concerned about doing any of the fad diets. I was doing fad diets. So that was, there's that. So I was five, nine since fourth grade. Um, So I have been this height my entire life. And so like I was called all kinds of names that I will not even start here because I don't want to give anyone else fodder. Those of you who knew me back then, you know what those names were. But like I have been like the tall person in the class for my whole entire fourth fourth grade. I've been this height since fourth grade. So it yeah, I mean it's just so and I was not I was not thin like you were. So there was that added to it too. But the children are so cool sometimes. I crazy dieting later. But um yeah it was so it's just fascinating having this whole conversation and I know that's just a random fact and we've had our conversation but yeah it's just really fascinating where we have come from and what has led us to where we are now having the conversations we're having now. Yeah. Yeah. It's our last episode, Jenny. It's our last episode of the season. No, you're not getting rid of us like that. Like not that quickly people just of the season, last episode of the season. So we did our first season. We are going to celebrate a little bit. Jenny, how do you feel? What are your thoughts from the season? It's been so much fun. It's been so much fun. And I think Doc even said he was like, you know, before you were struggling to find the information or not, you know, just to fill the whole spot. And now we're like, you can't contain it. So he's like, guys, wrap up. (laughs) Wrap up. We're done. Like he's doing right now. Wrap up. Really wrap up. Yes. (laughs) So Jenny, cheers. We had a wonderful season. I think that we've learned a lot. I'm ready to crush season two and just crush it even more than we did season one. Cheers. Everyone, thank you so much for riding with us this entire season. We really appreciate it. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are two healthy chicks. Thank you for rocking out with us on SM Enlightenment Media, SM Enlightenment Radio, SM Enlightenment TV. We so appreciate you and can't wait to see you next season. Cheers. Cheers.